Hey, it's Jason. Thank you so much for listening to the Rated RPG Podcast. Our next Rated RPG live stream is happening Friday, September 16th. It's a 6 p.m. Central U.S. time start, and the plan is for us to be back in person again. We know what happens to plans, but that's our plan. And finally, we'll be resuming Descent into Avernus. For the link to the live stream show, go to RatedRPGPodcast.com. There you'll find all of our podcast episodes, and you can support Rated RPG in different ways. You can make a one-time donation. That is a buying of shots. We'll toast to your good health, and we'll imbibe those shots during our next live stream. Or you can become a Patreon supporter at $5 or $15 a month, and that helps helps us in a huge way. Speaking of our Patreon supporters, our level 15 bards, you guys are awesome. Wiry Traveler, Super Justin 64, Ronald Remus, Random.Guy, John Mangrum, Chris Fail, Holly Summers, Uglaset, Mage, GBS Trek, Jerry Vite, Cheesemaster007, and Alex Shermerhorn. And thank you to our Rations and Adventuring Gear supporters as well. $5 a month, you guys rock. Danny Bell, Aiden R, Manflesh, Joseph Doherty, H.D. Burke, Actaboy, and Tactical Willow. This is episode one of Return to Flavortown, a three-part mini-adventure that picks up where the previous heroes of Flavortown left off. Enjoy! So guys, let's get this party started. And when I say party, I mean this amazing party of randomly rolled characters, the heroes of Flavortown. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and bards, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons. Return to Flavortown. In our first adventure of the Heroes of Flavortown, we met our randomly rolled heroes. And when I say randomly rolled, I mean everything was randomly rolled. The ability scores were simply 3d6 rolled from strength right down to charisma. They had to put them right where they rolled them. They couldn't move them around. They couldn't choose. And their class, their character's race, their character's backgrounds, it was all randomly rolled. So we had some really interesting characters, and we'll get to them in a moment. But our story unfolded when Chef Grog Fietti was forced to close down his popular Flavortown Cafe because some goblins stole all of his spices and all of his special secret ingredients. This was a big problem for baby Zamboni, the street urchin turned cleric, who ate like a king from the garbage bins behind Flavortown Cafe. Without the garbage bins being full of delicious leftovers, baby Zamboni was gonna starve. And the guy already weighs like 85 pounds. What do you weigh, Aaron? What does he weigh? <laughs> 102 or something. All right. Well, he's, we'll, so he's got I will a, verify. He's got like two pounds to lose before he's dead. Hold on. He uh, weighs 112 pounds. Oh, 112. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For a, a person of my size, you know, not, not super healthy, let's face it. Plus, you're feeding Jerry the Rat, your pet mouse. Your pet mouse is named Jerry the Rat. Yes, he is. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yes. Xylem Youngboy. Xylem Youngboy, played by Brad. Uh, Xylem Youngboy. <laughs> oh, it is awesome, isn't it? Even the names, even the names are randomly generated. And Dion, you will, we will get to you in a minute. It's going to be glorious. Xylem Youngboy is an aquatic half-elf, and his underwater village near Flavortown was really dependent on Grog Fietti buying shellfish and other seafood for his fantastic dishes. And when the Flavortown Cafe was going to close, he stopped buying seafood. So Xylem's people sent him to Flavortown to figure out what's going on. His people don't like him very much. Maybe they don't trust him very much. Xylem's a little naive. But he arrives in Flavortown, and he meets up, first of all, with uh, 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 
the yeah, baby zamboni yeah. oh okay see even yeah. i have trouble remembering these ridiculous <laughs> names. i know they're too hard but uh can i just say that xylem is literally a fish out of water yeah and he, he doesn't has... know anything about you know our world and he's not he's not, he in fact emery and i were being murdered and he was like swimming in a pond yeah <laughs> a little naive um and, you know here's the other thing he can't breathe out of water unless he's got this special seal pelt water bladder that he wears around his neck gills if that thing gets damaged or ruined or whatever then he can he can breathe out of water for what do we say like three minutes i think it was yeah something like yeah. That. yeah yeah so it's it's a it's a while but you know if something happens <laughs> yalliger gallagher played by emery used to be an engineer uh, but there was a mysterious explosion in his workshop that nearly killed him. It destroyed his life's work. He doesn't know who did it, but he has a lot of suspicions and a lot of anger deep inside of him. He's just such an angry guy. So after his engineering lab was destroyed, he sunk all of his energy into doing masonry work for the folks around Flavortown. Building walls, repairing walls, building other walls and roofs uh, made of stone. The party was told by Grog Fietti that if they retrieved the spices and killed the goblins, he would reopen the cafe and give them a feast fit for a king. So the party traveled to find the goblin hideout. On the way, they stumbled upon a couple of dead horses in the road. Horses with goblin arrows sticking out of them. Suddenly, a single, sickly, low hit point wolf jumped out of the bushes and xylem young boy unfamiliar with the dangerous beasts that dwell on land tried to make a friend and it nearly he tried to pet it and it nearly killed him the party slayed the wolf after a very tough skirmish and baby zamboni skinned the wolf used its hide as a costume to disguise himself as a wolf this was, this was on the advice of my comrades. I had nothing to do with it. And it was pointed out that uh, Yalliger Gallagher killed this wolf. He, I think he, believed, he was the one who struck the death blow, I believe. Yeah. We continued onward to the goblin hideout where Yalliger Gallagher used druid craft to make stinky fart smells to distract the two goblin lookouts. The goblins argued about the farts as the party launched their assault on the cave entrance. Now, a goblin got away and ran inside. He he unchained two pet wolves. They weren't really pets. They were wild wolves that were chained to a stalagmite. And Yalliger Gallagher gave chase. He noticed these wolves looked hungry. He tossed some old chunks of bloody wolf meat that from the other go wolf onto the goblin who was quickly attacked by the wolves. They devoured the goblin. And while they were doing that, Yalliger and the rest of the party ascended a secret passage that was like a, a wall that they had to crawl up. It was very dangerous. They could have died falling, but they didn't. They worked their way up this wall. They had a rope. They tied it off. They were very safe. And they made their way into a chamber, which was actually the sleeping chamber of the bugbear boss, Clark, the boss of the goblins. So he's in there. He's sleeping. He's snoring in the far end of the room. There's a bunch of crates. It's the spices. Grog Fietti's spices are in there. And also a very big, mean-looking wolf that was sleeping and right next to Clark. Well, the party wasn't stealthy enough. Clark's wolf took notice of them. As the wolf approached, sniffing, trying to figure out where these uh, intruders were, Yalliger crushed the wolf's skull with his great club. Clark woke up to the shock of seeing his pet wolf, Ripper, his best friend. He raised him from a pup and fed him uh, with a bottle that he'd made out of uh, an old fish bladder. Uh, they'd been together through thick and thin, Clark and Ripper through joy and heartache. Uh, Ripper was killed savagely, like an episode of The Walking Dead with Negan and Glenn. And so he was really upset. 
and the party launched a full assault. Xylem threw Produce Flame around. He accidentally missed the wolf but hit Clark, which was pretty cool. <laughs> Baby Zamboni was swinging his mace and firing arrows, and Yalliger was swinging his great club around. Clark is screaming threats to the party. You killed my wolf. He's crying. You my wolf, my best friend, I'm gonna kill you. And as the combat proceeded, a goblin tried to sneak and creep into the chamber so he could use sneak attack and kill somebody in the party, but he dropped his knife and uh, I think Xylem killed him. By that time, yes. By that time, Brad's laptop died. And so we, <laughs> we were. Yeah. Yeah, we were running on fumes, and it was it, we crossed the finish line. It was Yalliger Gallagher, I think, that came to the conclusion uh, through an insight check that Clark the bugbear was really a pacifist because he was upset not only that his wolf had been killed, but this goblin that uh, Xylem killed was Clark's lover. So not only was his pet wolf, his best friend, murdered by these intruders, but his lover, this goblin, this beautiful little goblin, was uh, slayed, slaughtered right in front of him. And he was so sad and distraught, the party was able to convince him that they just wanted him to return these spices to Grog Fietti. Clark told them that Grog was a horrible racist asshole who wouldn't serve him because he was a bugbear. Yeah. And uh, so the party decided to go back to the Flavortown Cafe with Clark the bugbear and plead the case that uh, Guy Fietti could only have his spices back if they agreed that anyone could eat at the Flavortown Cafe, if they had uh, the money, he could not keep people or bugbears or whatever from going in and ordering food. And so in the end, Grog Fietti agreed to reopen the Flavortown Cafe. And everyone was so happy that Baby Zamboni, in a motion of celebration, used thaumaturgy to create a, uh, an earth tremor. And when that earth tremor happened, Grog Fietti paused and he goes oh shit oh no you woke up the wizard that lives in that castle up on the hill that was where we left off so wow since then um baby zamboni me has oh, yeah. started working for um guy fieri for grog like fieri a, yeah a, a gro oh yeah grog sorry grog grog we don't, we don't fieri. Grog fieri. <laughs> we don't i don't even know who guy fieri is honestly so uh i don't know why i said that um, I'm sort of like a waiter of some sort, I believe. And, um, Yalliger Gallagher came in and I served him, um, some, ch uh, some chicken. And unfortunately he got a chicken bone stuck in his throat and it's just stuck there and he can't get it out. He can still breathe and he can still talk, but he doesn't sound the same as he used to because there's a chicken bone wedged in his throat, like permanently. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. And Tell me about uh, it. <clears throat> Yeah. Well, so he, he sounds a little different, but um, he's still he's fine beyond that. <laughs> we are joined again, once again, by Dion. Thank you, Dion, for being a part of the Heroes of Flavortown. Return to hey. Flavortown. Very excited to see. This is insane. I'm I'm all in. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, this was totally just a one off, um, but it's just a one off that's going two times. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a two off. It's, yeah, it's a one off. Yeah. Times two. I thought it was an off whenever we couldn't do our normal thing. A sick off? A sick off and a, a like. Stinuate him circumstance off? Right. House fire off? It's a bugger off. I just see break dance competition <laughs> off. Yeah. If one of us is just a douche and doesn't respond to any text, it'll be a jerk off. Hey! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right now, as far as our schedule goes, I'm planning to get COVID uh, before the next rated RPG. <laughs> Brett. <laughs> 
Brad's planning to get it the month after that. So we've got it all scheduled so that we'll never be able to finish the adventure. I'm going to get COVID that month. And then the month after, I'm planning on getting monkey pox. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, good. Ooh. And then after that, the uh, the plague will have started spreading. So we should be good. Well, the heroes of Flavortown have spent the you know, the last few hours enjoying a fine feast. Grog Fietti informs you all that there's a lot of new faces coming to Flavortown tomorrow because he's always wanted to open other restaurants. He wanted to branch out and expand his Flavortown empire, and he wanted to open a Flavortown cafe in Baldur's Gate, but the uh, Chef's Guild in Baldur's Gate is really tough to break into. You got to get five yeah. stars. The judges from the Chef's Guild come to your restaurant, and if you don't serve them good food, you are toast. They just blackball you. They don't. You wow. can't go in to Baldur's Gate and open a restaurant. Damn. New people coming into town, and uh, we got to meet one of them. So, Dion, we're going to have you roll up your character. <gasps> yes. Ooh, I love rolling up this characters. This is the funnest part. Yeah. He's going to be one of the chefs? I don't know. It depends what The his, Iron his... Chef. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Infernal Dante says, another druid. Here we go. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I'm expecting. The druid fluids. What, what I can that do for so you... Amazing. Uh, what I could do for you, Dion, is I could make the character here. That way everybody could see it as it's you being made. You want to do that? Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah. And then you could just roll all the dice. I remember the very first D&D, not the very first adventure I went on, but like the second one we did. They insisted that we had to roll up like dick length. And I think, <laughs> I think if if it had been my first D&D adventure and they were just like, I know it's time to roll up how long your dick is. I think I might not have stuck with it. I think I might've been like, huh. Right, that might've been a tough intro. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't have the books, but are you sure we have to do that? Yeah. If our first what? session of our main one, if we're shirtless, I'm like, is this, is this the normal? Like, <laughs> <laughs> we didn't, uh... <laughs> We didn't actually do that for our characters. Should we be doing that? <laughs> no. Yeah, so I gotta re-roll. Randomly? So I, I kind roll, of... Roll, we'll roll a six-sided die for that? Yeah. It should be know. a little bigger die than that. <laughs> First is going to be race. Why don't you roll a d60? I got a 34. He got a Kenku. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, what's a Kenku? Bad? Oh my God, Kenku. Okay, so they are ridiculous. It's those bird people from the junkyard who can only speak in <laughs> things oh. they've already heard. <laughs> Jesus. They basically only okay. speak in like uh like movie quotes or you know things that they've already heard people say before. All pop culture references. I love it. Perfect. Thank God I'm autistic. I was born for this. Let's go. <laughs> so uh the next one is gonna be uh alignment uh, class, right? Oh it's alignment. Okay. Alignment, yeah. But all right, you got ew. neutral good, the hey, that's right. awesome. All right. Yeah. That's, all right, we'll take it. It goes with the rest of us pretty well, I think. All right, so go ahead and roll a D four for your first skill proficiency. I got a two again. So deception, you're good at deception. And then a D3 for your remaining skill. Uh, stealth. Listen. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Deceptively stealthy, baby. That's I'm a, a good sneaky combo. Freak. Sneaky bird, like a crow, a murder crow. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, so this is a this is a big role here because this is your class. So I asked on Twitter earlier today uh, what he would end up with. Let's see if uh, we have that answer because that, that, <laughs> I only ran the poll for a little bit. The poll tied. Forty percent said wizard. Forty percent said rogue. Whoa. Okay. Hey, let's go. I don't know which one would be better. I guess rogue because I'm sneaky. Let's see. Wait, wait, wait. You did not just roll a five. I see a five. That's Druid. One, two, three, four, five. Druid! Druid forever! And I will point all of you to my tweet response to Jason's poll. And it says, I mean, you know he's just going to end up being a Druid like the rest of us. You just should have put that on there, Jason, because you know that know. everyone would have voted for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yo, right, why'd you have to do this I to mean, us, Aaron? There are different kinds of druids. We'll find out, I guess. Fuck it. You're going to be... be a sneaky birdman druid. That'll be different. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a crow. Yeah. The movie quote druid. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to need you to roll two D8s now. It's like we just all met in church. <laughs> Great White Spark says, we officially have a coven. Yeah. <laughs> I feel oh, bad yeah. being a cleric. I'll, I'll try to take only druid spells. All right. Eight and a six. So that's going to be survival and perception. Yeah, you got some useful okay. skills, dude. This is good. We get to randomly roll our spells every day. That's a good question. Because, you know, druids and clerics, actually, we can prepare our spells new every day. So, Oh, dude, so we could do it randomly? I guess we could. Yeah, that would oh, be kind of yeah. funny. Oh, hell yeah. I'm on board for that shit. All right, Dion, this is the probably the most important roll. You have to roll 3d6, and you have to do it six times. But go one All at right. a time. Number one! Strength 10. Okay. Number two! Dexterity 11. Kenku racial bonus of plus two for dexterity, so 13. Okay. Number three! 16 constitution. Nice. Oh! 16 intelligence. Oh! There we go. Number five! Wisdom 9 plus one for the racial modifier. That's 10. Oh, six! Ooh. Charisma 8. No! Okay. Uh, oh, damn it, why couldn't you have been a wizard? Uh, <laughs> congrats. Uh, welcome to the Low Wisdom Club. I hope uh, we can be friends. I have, a, I have a seven. You have an eight. I'm jealous. <laughs> or a nine Listen, or whatever. Man, you... I, I read one more sentence in a book about wisdom than you. That's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least you have a lot of hit points. Uh, yep. Nice. You yeah. got a double digit wisdom? <laughs> yes, I'm the Socrates of this group if you haven't noticed yes, yes. <laughs> I do this with my hands and just nod silently mm. oh my god we've all just made the worst career choices possible wouldn't there be a whole subsector of like low wisdom clerics and, <laughs> and druids because they didn't have the wisdom to choose the right profession. <laughs> we're, we're selling Cutco knives door to door. That's what we're doing with this kind of <laughs> All right, I need you to roll a D35, and this is going to be for your background, determining hey, where D35. you came from. D35. Yeah. 18. Okay. Jason, did we advance a level? You did. Now, at the end of uh, our last adventure, you leveled to two. So uh, Dion is going to have to level up his Kenku 
uh, when he gets done making it. And then everybody will just have to level up. You guys will all do the random. You'll have to determine your druid circle randomly. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I don't know how this is going to interact with the little story that we got going on here. <clears throat> Jason, it's interesting. He has rolled Guild Merchant. Ah, interesting. Yes. Cool. I know how that'll work. Perfect. You're so smart and good. All right. Why don't you roll a d20? This looks like about 20 things. <laughs> I counted up. Uh, three. Thanks for making it easy. One, two, three. Calligrapher supplies. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, this looks like 22 things. Okay, so. just because you guys. <laughs> Can you roll a d22 for me? He will be supplying us with magic markers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just going to sniff them, so. Oh, you speak giant. I love being a big fella. 20, uh, Vidalkin, which is never going to matter, but does my character speak that? I feel like I do. That would be funny if we both know the oh. same obscure language that no one on this. We're just talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool. This is for your guild business. What kind of guild do you belong to? Well, <laughs> potters and tile the makers. section. Potters and what? Tile makers. I'm so confused. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you see, uh, Grog Fietti was going to, he was going to build out uh, and expand the Flavortown Cafe. That's, you know, uh -huh. Yalliger Gallagher was going to help build the walls. So somebody had to get new uh, ceramic tile. And so that makes sense. Yeah. And okay. pots yeah, to put right. all their coins in so the adventurers can come in and smash them. <laughs> all right. Now your, your personality, dude. This is the core of who you are deep down inside. None Ooh, of this other boy. shit matters compared to this. Yeah. So your first personality trait. I like to talk at length about my profession. <laughs> Big passionate calligraphy guy over here. Yep. But wait, he only speaks about his profession in like, like quotes from other things. But he likes to talk about it. So like, oh boy. Oh, I know just what to do. Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross quotes. I got you. <laughs> okay. Your next personality trait. I always want to know how things work and what makes people tick. Yeah, sounds annoying. Now, this is your ideal. What you strive for. Freedom. Everyone should be free to pursue his or her own livelihood. Yeah. That's on brand. On brand. Okay, now this is your bond. I pursue wealth to secure someone's love. I be buying these hoes. Okay, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but all that tile money that you get. Mm hmm. Okay. I'm a big tile. <laughs> you're just, you're a blue collar bird man. <laughs> all right, this is the flaw. I'm horribly jealous of anyone who can outshine my handiwork. Everywhere I go, I'm surrounded by rivals. <laughs> well, my handiwork is fucking trash. If everywhere I go, I'm like, God, fuck this guy. He's better than me. Oh, wow. <laughs> that means every insecure bird, man. <laughs> every building we go into, he's going to be like, look at this shoddy ass tile work. <laughs> These pots are uh, bullshit. What kind of grout did they use for this? 
They obviously used a kiln with less fire consistency. Look at this rubbish. Rubbish. All right. Um, st starting equipment. Right. Um, fudge. Oh, yeah. This is where I got screwed over and got a dart for my weapon. <laughs> dart lean. Dart lean. Dart yeah. lean, yeah. You got a dart and a great club. I have a mace, which I'm horrible at, and a short bow, which I'm not as horrible at. I just remembered you were using you were using Toll the Dead, Aaron. Yes, I and, was. Uh, because you could fill the room with the sound of Dolores Bell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh, nice. All right, so this is for your equipment, Dion. I need you to roll a d15. So that would be 15, 14. A, a sling. That's great. Uh, and oh, now, please, I'm please long tell me, distance. Please tell me for the, for the instead of uh, like sling... Uh, stones or whatever he uses tiles. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, broken off tiles, like chipped tiles that he can't sell. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, now your next weapon, a D eleven, please. A two and a dagger, a dagger ah. and a sling. Those are actually not too shabby for you. Uh, okay. I'm sneaky, right? So I can sneak and stab, maybe. Yeah. All right, now roll a d20, and this is going to be for the equipment that you start with from your background. Potter's tools. Hey, that actually works. I was hoping for a mule and cart. I thought that would have been pretty funny. Dion mentioned, hey, I can fly. I'm a bird. Actually, uh, Kenku are cursed. They do not have the ability to fly. Uh, they wish to regain it. Uh, every Kenku is born with the desire to fly, and they want to so badly. But uh, despite their wings, Those angry emu. Yeah, you're basically you're basically just a oversized penguin. You're just a you're a plagiarist. Damn. Damn. That's I'm, I'm down sorry. bad. All right. All right. Spell time. I need you to roll a d18 twice. Is this for uh, cantrip? Yep, cantrips. All right. And these won't change. When you're a druid, you get the cantrip. It doesn't change, right, Emery? Yep. Frostbite. Okay. Mold Earth. Hmm. That one is interesting. Uh, you basically take like five feet of dirt and then you can like take it out, like make a hole, a five foot hole, or you can like mold it to do other things, make shapes, make a little ledge. So it's kind of interesting. These are, this is for your level one spell. Now, were we going to do something different here, Jason? Or... Uh, no, we could do the random, but for all of my druids and the cleric too, I suppose, uh, because clerics get their spells divinely, mm -hmm. uh, you could you would have new spells every day, right? Yeah. And those are going to be randomly rolled. Yep. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we could just randomly roll his for today, right now. And we should actually make a note of how many there are. This way we can just make do this roll much more easily in the future the best is we'll all be able to, to make exactly the same die rolls well except for me everybody else is a druid so you'll all be making the same exact style of rolls <laughs> okay so oh, for yeah. level one druid spells there are 22 of them 21 <laughs> so you got the ever useful speak with animals hey. <laughs> All right, if we actually, if we had that versus those wolves, things might have gone a little easier for us. <laughs> oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, and uh, that concludes your level one. Yeah, bravo. Bravo. Okay. He did it. Oh, shit, we got to do his age, height, and all that kind of stuff, too. Okay, let's just blast through this. Um, I got a random color generator, so I'm going to randomly color, uh, generate the color for your eyes. You ready for this? Pastel violet. Okay. 
And now your hair, which I don't know, for for you, would that be your feathers? You have to be, right? Yeah. I, I mean, how do you yeah. humanoid are these birds? Yeah, you know how uh, you know how like crows or ravens, they kind of have that iridescent color to their feathers. Their their feathers are black, but then they also have like an iridescent. Yeah. So yeah. you have iridescent okay. purple traffic nice. purple. Ooh, yeah, nice. get that shit on. So far, I'm dripping out here. Okay. <laughs> and then your skin. Underneath all your feathers, and I guess you'd probably see this on your beak and your hands and stuff, that is gray aluminum. That's actually yeah. pretty sweet. He's a badass looking bird, man. Yeah. So as far as like weight and height and shit, you're pretty short. 2d8. Easy money. Here we go. Remember my hair color was telegray four? (laughs) 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 Okay, so you are um, four foot four plus seven, so four foot 11. Ooh, nice. Roll a d6, please. Yep, yep. Three, okay, so seven times three is 21, so that means you weigh 71 pounds. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what race is he? Kenku. Kenku. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. You have hollow bones, dude. <laughs> we descended from it's dinosaurs. True. All right, now here's your mm-hmm. age, okay? I need you to roll a D60. I gotcha. Am I a spring chicken? Hey, I'm 34. Look at this. 34? It all checks out. Not bad. Then I think this is the last thing we're going to do before hitting review. And this is going to be naming yourself. So, yeah. I think what we did was we kind of rolfed based off of randomly rolled letters, right? Why don't you roll two D26s? That is an M. Wow, dude, you're good at that. (laughs) M. M. (laughs) You're going to have a superhero name here. Magnanimous Maven. Ooh! Yeah, nice. Man. A salesman, baby. If you need a pot, you come to me. This vague Italian accent I got. Yeah. <laughs> That's because your dad's name was Ragnanimous Raven. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we were rolling. We uh, we all leveled up. Um, I have a hit dice of D8, so I'm going to roll randomly a D8 just to see what my hit points end up being. Oh shit! Are we rolling randomly for hit points? Oh, oh my yeah, God. I rolled. I got lucky and rolled a seven. So wow. Last time, this time I don't know. We'll see. Four. Oh. I'll take it. All right. Could be worse. So we're gonna do our own personal like level ups here. These should be pretty quick. Yep. Oh yeah, we got to roll for our druid circles, and I'll I'll do this for you too, Dion. After congrats, I'm done with congrats, congrats. Uh, I got a five. Circle hmm. of dreams for me. Ooh. Oh, I got circle of the land, I think. Four or five. Yeah, I got land. Noise. I'm not going to multi-class, right? Wait, we don't have to roll to multi-class, right? Please. No. No. <laughs> no. This is just a one-off. We'll never play these characters again. <laughs> I'll never get sick in this group again. That's science. <laughs> These group in the stream, baby. So, like, I could randomly roll for my today's spells, like right on this page that I'm at, probably. Um, I think it's a D twenty one, at least from what I'm seeing. I'm right. I'm seeing twenty spells. 
20. I'm a cleric. Oh, you're a cleric. Okay. I um, know. I'm different than you guys. I apologize. It's pretty rude, actually. I know. Someone had to say it. <laughs> I didn't want to be a cleric. I wanted to be a druid, but I made a mistake. Four, 16, 11. And you mean four. the cleric that you murdered didn't have druid clothes? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> made a mistake killing and robbing that. I should have killed and robbed a druid. Four, Could've. 11, and eight. Could have. Well, live and learn, man. Whoa, guys. I got some spells. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Oof. You got some fire for us. I do. I got myself Chaos Bolt, Cure Wounds, Entangle, and Ice Knife. Wow. Yeah. Ooh, I know actually one of those, so hell yeah. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. Man, you got, you all are ready for a Beholder. <laughs> Ooh. How many spells do we get? If that will depend on your wisdom, so it's probably going to be almost none. <laughs> Mine is negative none. one. <laughs> I think I get two. Is that right? Probably. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'm gonna oh, roll wow. for your hit points, Dion. You ready? Oh, give me more than eleven. I roll it. You got a five on the die. That's not. Oh, that's okay. average, actually. It's totally completely average. Can't complain about that. Okay. Yeah, dude. Dion, you got nineteen hit points too because you were massive Constitution bonus. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. I might be 71 pounds, but it's all in my tummy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Look, Kozlo died, and in this place, three druids popped up. I think that's some kind of weird circle of life shit. Yeah. yeah Honestly, I don't think it's too darn bad. Overall, my cantrips seem pretty solid. I yeah. can make, like, maybe a mini wall with Mold Earth, it looks like. so. Yeah, Mold Earth is very handy if you can be creative with it, man. Yeah. Ooh, because I can jump. Then I can make a hole, jump into that hole and keep sneaking. Nope, that don't make sense. Yeah. That don't make no sense at all. But <laughs> I just have a spell that makes people fart called Druidcraft. And apparently it works. <laughs> dude, I have this great spell that's gonna go really well with your tiles. It's called Magic Stone. I don't know why it just Ooh. But I can enchant three of your little pebbles, which I, I'm assuming like chips of tile would count, Jason. Oh yeah. Totally. I can I can enchant three of your little chips of tiles to become magic, and then you can throw them, put them in your sling, and they do extra damage. Isn't that cool? Hell yeah. Yeah. My potter's tools, I can shape them afterwards, give them to a gift to your loved ones. Guys, we're a, <laughs> we're a sick crew. Sick crew. We really are. <laughs> I know what I had before. I had Thaumaturgy, Light, and... and Toll the Dead. Toll the Dead. All right, we're, we're going to do that then. Yeah. Thanks. Because I'm the DM and I make the fucking rules. Yeah, he's the DM. He makes the rules. LeBron Crane and Kobe Bryant are both great guys. I saw those in chat. Those are phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> Charles Beakley? Anybody? Uh, uh. First and level. for spells. Uh, first level spells, I rolled a 16. So it looks like that's going to be Shield of Faith. Okay. Which I believe I had already. Well, that'll be great. I'm sure that helped me in some way. Mm-hmm. Gonna roll again. Got a 14. That's gonna be a purify food and drink. <laughs> Aren't you a homeless guy? This is a really, really good spell I mean, for you. It, yeah, it's a good thing for me in, in my former life, but right now, not extremely helpful. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it beats having to pick the maggots off the toast with your fingers. Yeah. 
that'll that'll come in handy when we're facing off against seven kobolds. It says you also have command prepared. Is that because of your um, domain? Yeah, I like I randomly selected that for a domain. I guess I don't know. Nice. Okay. Well, I mean, shield of faith and command are both pretty good. So you just use all your spell slots on those. Okay. No so that's it. Do I have to choose any more, or was that it? That was it. All right. Uh, level two. I have one. No. Don't have any level two spells because we're only we're only level two. You don't get level two spells to level three. Oh right. So I don't have Misty Step yet. Is that from your race? Yeah, um, I think so. Misty Step. Yeah, Mark of Passage, human. Yeah, you can totally yep. do that once every long rest. Okay, cool. Nice. That'll be good. Great. I'm all set at level two. I'm ready for uh, adventuring. Oh, there's an adventure tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How many spells did you get, Aaron? Three. Okay. All right, is everybody ready? Are y'all finished leveling up to level two? Yeah, I think we leveled up. I heard like a cat though. That seemed like they were hungry. Yeah, right? Listen, I fed those motherfuckers two hours ago. They're liars. Do not believe. (laughs) Do not. They're lying their asses up. They don't want distracted. They can, nope. No, no, no. All right, let's get psyched up. Ooh, yeah. Also, I saw Larry Bird. I, I can't believe I didn't remember that one. That's the easiest one. Yes, Larry Bird is great. I wish I could make one for Shaq, but I just don't know many birds. That's the problem. I'm sure there's a great Shaquille O'Neal bird pun out there. Yeah, I saw two of them in there. There's uh, Shaquille Owl Neal, and then there's Squawkeel O'Neal. So if you could Both combine those, those Squawkeel yeah. Owl Neal. I saw a, an old nice. picture of uh, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird when they were like really young, and Jordan was playing mm-hmm. ping pong in this picture, and Larry Bird was sitting on a on the floor next to like a massive stack of beer cans and he was just wasted off his ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like that's on brand for both. They're like, one's really competitive and the other one was just like a dude. Like that's everything I hear about like Larry Bird is just like, I was good at basketball, but off the court, I had fucking care, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I was in like sixth grade, I went to a Brewers game with my neighbors and there was a guy who kind of looked like Larry Bird, like four rows in front of us on the ble- in the old bleacher <laughs> section at uh, used to used to be uh, before it was Miller Park. Uh, Brad, what was it? County Stadium. County Mil- Stadium, Milwaukee really? County yeah. Stadium. Yeah, oh, and uh, yeah. so they had like the three dollar bleachers or whatever they were, where you could get a ticket for three bucks. And everybody spent all the extra money they had on beer. And uh, mm. this guy who kind of looked like Larry Bird, people were just like chanting Larry Bird at him. <laughs> <laughs> he left during like the fifth inning because he just couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't even get to the seventh <laughs> inning stretch hour, some fucking assholes. Jesus. Yeah, that'd be a good curse. It's like, I curse yeah. you to kind of look like a very famous person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everywhere you go, they'll chant his name. Oh boy, that would that would kind of blow. Like you're at Wendy's and everyone behind you is like Clyde Drexler, <laughs> and then you have to see the disappointment in their eyes when they realize you're not them. Just constant Clyde Drexler would be taller than five nine. I don't know. As you know, Clyde's not a white dude. I'm sorry, man. From behind with the hair. Just... <laughs> just... <laughs> but you're wearing a coat. <laughs> and in this one commercial, he wore a down jacket as well. Uh, <laughs> anyone can pass for Muggsy Bogues. Dude, you want to talk about a basketball legend? Five foot four? Oh, yeah. man. Or AI. Dude, AI was like our height, Brad. He wasn't small, small. Dude, I mean, relatively. Foot. But you saying you can, you can take him in basketball? 
any of I'm that. saying I could pass. I could have passed as him, maybe. Oh, you know? see, yeah. Live from GSP News in Harkhaven, I'm Skip Nubbins. A massive recall of hundreds of Thule automated utility beings is underway, the result of dozens of safety complaints against the tech startup. The recall comes after users have reported their Thule utility beings breaking from protocols and acting in ways thought to be prohibited by their programming. Several users have suffered severe injuries they claim are the result of malfunctioning Thule products. Thule Industries CEO Gibble Tinkertop has been under fire from consumer watchdog groups for his company's spotty safety record. The worldwide shortage of brewing ingredients may soon be coming to an end after reports that a juvenile dragon turtle which has been terrorizing a major shipping lane has been killed. Our correspondent Harry Juniper has details from Crow Island. Clear skies at night may once again be a sailor's delight as a menace to ships has been killed. Struck dead, some say, by another seafaring menace, a pirate ship. This pirate captain claims he steered his ship heroically into the massive dragon turtle. Well, it ain't got a ship, ain't got no pirate life. <laughs> I crossed right into that turtle boy. He didn't know what hit him. And I did another thing. I didn't win. That's right. The dragon turtle was believed to be responsible for the sinking of more than a dozen ships near Crow Island, restricting the export of popular brewing ingredients and supplies. This is GSP News. I'm Skip Nubbins. Okay, so you guys are in Flavortown, and uh, Grog Fietti, uh, this this is like the, the, the evening after you've successfully gotten his spices back. He's cooked you a feast. You're dining on this feast, and uh, he says, hey, you know, I forgot to tell you guys that uh, I got some big-name chefs coming in from uh, Baldur's Gate. They're going to taste all my delicious food uh, tomorrow. Uh, I'm gonna. It's like uh, 3 p.m. tomorrow. They're going to be here, and I... They're supposed to be here already, uh, but we're going to have the tasting tomorrow at 3. Uh, can you guys go over to the inn and see if they're here? And, like, uh, you know, just tell them to, uh, like, hang on tight. Maybe, like, uh, entertain them with tales of your exploits and your adventures. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Uh, we can uh, we can handle that, right, guys? Uh, sure. <clears throat> yeah, you know oh, what man. an inn is, uh, right, Yelliger? Uh, I've been in and out of inns my whole life. Yep. Okay, good. Uh, how's that chicken bone doing in your throat? Not good. Do I sound a little different? Yeah, you sound a little different. It's fine, though. I like it probably better. Our <laughs> voice is all dried out. Here, uh, Grog Fietti hands uh, Xylem Youngboy a chicken leg. Here, eat this quick, really fast. Uh, <laughs> 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 Oh, geez. Oh, man. Oh, man. It sounds like that might adjust your voice a little bit so that the Discord doesn't cut it out. <laughs> I was already adjusting it. I still can't understand I, you. Here's another chicken. I, I don't think it worked. Okay. <laughs> it's a little better. We'll work on it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's so that's so weird you guys both getting chicken bones stuck in your throat like that now sounding different and more <laughs> effective for microphones i have a different reason but that's okay <laughs> oh well what was your reason i said my throat was dried out i couldn't understand you okay <laughs> so 
you guys uh, wander over to the Flavortown Inn, and uh, you walk in, and you see what appears to be a uh, tall crow, uh, a Kenku, you realize as you walk in. This Kenku <laughs> is uh, talking to the innkeeper, and uh, he's got this huge leather satchel, and it's you know bulging, and the, the top of the satchel is open, and you see all these really cool ceramic tiles in there, all these different samples of ceramic tiles. So cool. <laughs> and coffee down! Coffee and sopatas only! The innkeeper is trying to calm this Kenku down because he's trying to get a room and uh, the innkeep is trying to tell him, look, all my rooms are booked up with these uh, famous chefs from uh, Baldur's Gate. A, B, C! Always be closing! Always be closing! I pointed one of the rooms that I assume is open. No, that one is that one also is taken by one of the guests, although I haven't seen them since they arrived. Uh, it's like they disappeared. Uh, I look like a bitch. I no, no, you do not do look, like, look a like a bitch. You do not look like a bitch, You're sir. I'm very animals like a bitch. No, we're not trying to fuck you. Uh, the inn is excuse me, gentlemen, yeah. gentlemen, uh, heroes, heroes. Uh, I could have your assistance, please. Yeah, does this uh this bird seem to be bothering you, sir? I do have oh, a big stick. Uh, no, I can hit it with. Sh shan't whack him with your stick. I I just need some help here. Oh. Well, some some sort of giant talking cormorant. Mm. It takes uh. brass balls to sell pottery over here, guys. <laughs> this gentleman Kenku is seeking a lodging for the night, uh, and I know that you already have uh, lodging. He points at. Uh, Xylem, a young boy. Because Xylem, when he got into town, he, he got a room. You already have a room, right? And then you could share him, perhaps? Oh, well, uh, who is he? You come to me the day of my daughter's wedding? Who asks who I am? You would have came to me like a friend. Someone trying uh, to purchase my pottery. <laughs> I told you, I'm Magnanimous Maven. Uh, I am Xylem, young boy. That's a different voice than you had before. He's probably got multiple <laughs> chicken bones stuck in his throat or something. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> and I, I come out with a whole squirrel skeleton. <laughs> oh, I see. You're like a pelican. Don't you ever call me a pelican. Pelican's a dirty motherfucker. Sorry, but Christian now. Uh, how much for your pottery? I just want half a pot. <laughs> for oh. half a pot, I like you. You look like a good kid. Not too smart because there's something sticking in the middle of your neck. Yeah. Gold. Then two, I wink at him. Two gold for half a pot? Let's see how much money I got. I have no idea how much money we got. Yeah, I don't think I have any money. I see rich for- Wait, I have five gold! But I have ten gold. Oh my god, Ooh, I- How did I, that happen? I give you two of my five gold. I have fifteen. And I give- Take out my potter's tools, and I- And I use them, and I go outside, and I use mold earth, because I'm gonna give him the best half pot I can. And I go, ah, ah, ah! And Start scraping. You hear the music from Ghost and shit in the background? Oh, oh my and then I put engraving with MM because that's who I am. <laughs> wow, that's great, magnanimous Maven. Well, you can be our bunk buddy. Oh, you can stay in my nest. Man is his job. <laughs> yes. Uh, Inkeep, we were told by. <laughs> Uh, Grog Fieri, <laughs> that we needed to pleasure the chefs here. <laughs> oh, um, well, I, 
as I said, I haven't seen them since they arrived. They all showed up uh, in a wagon uh, carriage, and uh, I gave them their room keys, and they paid me in full for the one night's lodging, uh, two nights lodging, actually. And uh, as I understand, they're going to judge Grog Fietti's uh, food uh, tomorrow at 3 p.m. Yeah. But I, they came out in the lobby, and then they walked out the front and that was the last I've seen of them for hours. Whoa. Well, maybe they're scoping out Grog's place or something, and he doesn't even know about it. We gotta warn him. I don't know what to do. I'm just an innkeep. Well, we can, <laughs> uh, we can at least, uh, you know, introduce him to Magnanimous Maven. Wait, mm, Magnanimous, are indeed. you a, are you a chef? Never ask me about my business! <laughs> And I tap the, the pottery. It's just when so you know that's my business. Uh, uh, well, uh, I won't ask you about it. I, re I respect your business. Uh, I, uh, you, it looks like you got a good hand. Uh, you got a knack for this, I can tell. You must make coral, huh? It's so hard to understand that guy with that seal bladder around his neck. Oh, uh, <laughs> You know, I guys, I, I gotta say, I'm worried that the chefs, they might not be enjoying whatever it is that they're doing. What if they went outside and started, I don't know, like knitting or something? We were told that we were they had to have a good time. We were supposed to make them have a good time, remember? So we should wow. track them down. Well, you go outside and you see a young boy playing with a stick in the dirt. Uh, he's actually playing in the area of the dirt that Magnanimous Maven had uh, disrupted with his spell. He's very intrigued by what just occurred here. Wait, wait. Xylem Young Boy is playing with a young boy in the dirt? <laughs> no, no, no. A young child boy, not oh. young boy. Young oh. boy is, yeah, different. I was okay. confused too. <laughs> a young child. A young oh. human child. It's very confusing. There is also a Gallagher playing in the dirt and uh, a maven. Uh, small child, male child. <coughs> Did you see a group of unhappy chefs leave this establishment oh yeah i did i seen them governor they they was they walked into the park and then oh i seen a wizard over there i did i did i seen him wearing his dark cloaks and he was talking to them he was and then he he, he, he like did this with his finger like come here laddies and then he led them away he did oh <gasps> A dark oh, wizard. Shit, the, the wizard, uh, he might have kidnapped the chefs is what it sounds like to me. Oh, Where we got they roll? Uh, yeah, probably up to the, well, uh, don't, wasn't, isn't there a wizard that lives in town somewhere that, uh, you know, that, uh, we woke up last time, maybe? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a wizard lives up in the old abandoned derelict house, the big mansion up there in the hill. Oh, yeah, he probably stole the chef, the chefs. What's the plural of chefs? Chefs? Sheaves. Sheaves? Like Palpatine. Sheaves. Well, we uh, maybe we should go consult. Hey, kid, thanks for the, the help. What are you building there in the dirt? Just poking this dirt with his stick because I seen that Kenku come over here and he was doing stuff. Before I leave, I turn, I use my, I make a mold of him out of dirt and then I rub him on the head and say, I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. And then I mosey on out. This is so wonderful. I feel not at all un unpleasant about it. <laughs> <laughs> I cast Druid Craft to leave a lingering fart smell around him. 
And that make the dirt version of him start babbling incoherently. <laughs> the commentary. Oh, this is very disturbing. Now I'm walking away. I'm walking away. Let's just right. bully every NPC with cantrips until they leave. I will make it appear as if his farts start on fire. <laughs> as the child uh, hurriedly runs away from the earthen sculpture of himself that's now on fire, babbling incoherently and stinking of rank butt odor. The townsfolk are like looking like, oh, geez. These heroes of Flavortown. I don't know. So uh, the kid said that the last time he saw these uh, famous chefs, they were in the park. Yeah. Behind the Flavortown Cafe. Let's go look at the park. We could do right, that. Yeah. Or we could go straight to the wizard's mansion. You could definitely do that. Is that a type of building? Yes. It's like, imagine a very large bubble, except it's on a hill, which is like an, uh, a wave made out of earth. Okay. And inside of that bubble are chairs and tables. Do we know if there's anything in the park other than, is it just a regular old park or like, what's the deal with this park? Well, there's a there's a nice little bench and a statue of some long dead hero, and uh, there's a stream that leads into a little pond and a bunch of ducks in the pond. <gasps> and we we think that they were last seen in that park. Yeah, I bet there's a secret entrance into his mansion. Uh, Yalager sits down uh, at the pond with all the ducks at the park. Uh, are, sorry, are we at the park now with the ducks? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I sit down in front of the ducks and I start picking um, crumbs out of my beard and throwing them into the water and uh, wander out loud. Oh, if only I could speak with ducks. Ducks <laughs> might have seen something. I, I sit up and I say, you talking to me? Talking to me? I look over at the ducks. <laughs> I say, love the smell of napalm in the morning. Have you seen any wizards being captured around here in a movie quack. court form that I don't know? Quack, quack. So uh, do you, you cast Speak With Animals, I presume? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Uh, when you cast Speak With Animals... I alter the appearance of my eyes to look like anime eyes. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just to make the ducks feel like I'm friendly. Excellent. They like it. Uh, right. Speak with animals requires a semantic, which semantic, which is like wind, hand, hand waving, and a verbal component. Now, how does a Kenku come up with the <laughs> verbal components for their spells? Dion, any uh, creative suggestions? How do they come up? So, so basically, I feel my character, if you can't tell, I'm just using all the famous Hollywood quotes of all time. So I would come up, maybe splice together a quote from different movies to make it make sense. All right, so you uh, you cast Speak With Animals and suddenly the ducks, hey, 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 quack, hey, what's up? <laughs> Fellow bird, what can I do for mm. you? Go ahead, make my day. Ha <laughs> ha yeah. All right, <laughs> I, don't I don't understand what that means. Are you I start guys waving, with... I start waving, I start waving. Oh, I get it, I get it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, flapping your wings, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want information? Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. We made it! Made it to the top of the world, Ma! All right. You guys kind of look fancy like them uh, other people that was in this park earlier today, Quack. <laughs> you got questions? I got answers. You, you, should, you should tell them a wizard is never late. Yeah. <laughs> a wizard is never late! Oh, let me tell you about a wizard. Look, <laughs> I, I love them beard crumbs. The crumbs what come out of the guy's beard. Oh, they're tasty crumbs. 
Ah, keep up them crumbs. Oh, he's flicking them. Nom, 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 nom. All right. green is people. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care for people. Look, wizards. On the subject of wizards, here's why I can tell you, Quack. Oh, I seen some fancy folk talking to a wizard. I think he was a wizard. He's wearing a cloak. Sure giveaway. And then they wandered up to that big spooky mansion up on top of the hill. And me and the other ducks, we don't go near that place. Although, I can tell you, there's water inside there. Because uh, I can smell it. I just came up with an idea. Because I can move the earth around, right? Yeah. And I just raids my conversation <laughs> to, like, the earth tell the story. Yeah. That sounds good. Sure. Yeah, that maybe will make more sense for what we're trying to do. So I look at him and I say, thumbs up. And then I look back at the guys. And then I say, open the pod bay doors, please. And then I turn uh, the earth into a wizard. Because I can do six feet of this shit. So they, they're going to be like two feet in size. So there's the wizards. And then there's the bad dude. I'm going to make him slightly bigger so he's more menacing. And then he's going to be dragging him up the hill. Like, you know, and it rolls. The earth rolls towards up the hill. Oh. I think I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, the wizard came out of the castle up there. And uh, he convinced these uh, fancy folks to go with him. Yeah. So then I make the wizard coming from down and then them looking up and then they all turn around and go up and then I look back at the duck and I say here's looking at you kid finger gun him <laughs> the duck flaps its wings which is the universal duck sign for thank you <laughs> it's good timing I just ran out of beard crumbs <laughs> I don't know if I could have kept that duck talking everybody give me a everybody give me a perception check okay perception check. okay perception uh, yeah that's oh, a good wait. one <laughs> e four. Oh boy. Six. Gadoosh! Ooh. Oh my god. <laughs> That's my I'm good at that! Come on. Come on. I don't know. Like you're, you're only hope. Boy. Come on. Tylum. He gonna crush oh. it. Ooh, yeah, nice. Oh uh, yeah, oh, natural one. That's perfect. Oh, good. That's perfect. <laughs> wow. Um, as you approach the castle, the creepy looking castle up on the hill, you're looking for an obvious entrance. Mm. You don't find one. <sighs> Poopy. The ducks didn't say anything about uh, how to get into this place. They did not. Mm. I did shake my head no. Mm. Did we ask them? Because like, I couldn't understand a single thing that just happened. Oh, ooh. they mentioned water. They didn't. Oh, yeah. They just said there were water. How would I tell the guys? Under the sea. Under the sea. <laughs> Better downwards, what to take it from me? And then I'm like, make a pond out of the dirt, and then I'm set and I point up to where the house is. I don't know if that helps. Oh, he's trying to say that there's water in the in the house, so maybe there's a way to get inside from like an underwater trajectory. Mm. Wow, mm. yeah, that makes sense. That seems like probably what they were suggesting because if the you know, so uh, is there any water around here? You guys see anything? Not with those perception uh, checks, but... No. Could uh, I nature check it, by chance? Absolutely, yeah. Nature! It's a seven. That's better than a two. That's the best <laughs> roll so far. Technically, technically. <laughs> I, being a druid, now have the ability to wild shape, as well as Ooh. summon a wild companion. Ooh. So I think... Ooh, summon a wild companion? Yeah, yeah. I think I might do that. I think I might summon a familiar... 
And that familiar could then fly around and look for an entrance for us. How's about oh, uh, that? That's fine, except for uh, Xylem just made a good point and says, I'm an aquatic elf. Right. If Xylem can figure out how to unmute himself, then he'll probably be able to. Okay. That's smart. Maybe the pond. Maybe there's a passageway through the pond. Well, as you can see, Brad did get a new computer. He looks very nice. Yes. But when he left, his audio hmm. went away. That's weird. Mm -hmm. Could I dig under with old earth? Can I? Cause I can just keep tossing it. You could mold. You could mold earth, and that would work for stone. But uh, let's see if that would be something you can do. Who's just taking earth to be all kind of you know? It has earth, to be. So. It has to be loose earth. So yeah, oh, it doesn't okay, cause. Okay. It doesn't have enough force to cause damage. What if I put jump? Hear me now. Could I? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. Yay. Do you have a solution? Just swim around in the pond and see if there's something that goes up to the castle. There you go. Smart. Genius. So uh, you swim around in this pond. You are, after all, a half aquatic elf. Uh, give me a perception check with advantage. <gasps> Easy money. Easy money. Nailed it. You discover a drain pipe. A long abandoned drain pipe clogged up with some sticks at the mm. bottom of the pond. And if you follow if you follow this stone pipe up to the uh you know the the way that it sticks out of the pond and you draw a straight line from here to there, you think you might see a little bit of an opening up there next to the foundation of this ramshackle castle. Now the castle right. itself, the the like the second floor of the castle, the main floor of the castle it's it's like all caved in. Uh, there's no real building there. Um, mm. That's why it's abandoned, or at least we think it's abandoned. Tax yeah. plus tax explains why there's no way up there. Now, is there like a <clears throat> is there just like a big ass fence around it, or is there just no path that leads up to the hill? Or there's no visible path. Okay. Is there any dirty food or water around? Uh, yeah, there's uh, some. There's a piece of um, bone. <laughs> with some kind scraps of dirty. Of meat on it. Yeah. Oh. Okay. A little chicken bone that somebody coughed up. Okay. There's also uh, a I'm pond cast, full of water. I'm going to cast... Are you just going to cast... Food and drink on the chicken bone. I knew bone. it. Why? I knew it. All right. I knew it. So you, uh, you look at the chicken bone with two little bites of meat left on it, and there's yeah. ants and dirt on it, and you cast. And the ants and the dirt go away, and then the meat is nice and fresh again. Awesome. So you uh, can I fit... You? Can I fit in that pipe? Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to eat it. I'm going to hand it to uh, Magnanimous Maven and say, here, here's some chicken to welcome you to Flavortown. Hmm. I, I, I take it, it graciously. Then I say, it's alive! It's alive! I eat the <laughs> shit out of it. <laughs> Xylem uh, asked, "Is can I shimmy into the... Drain pipe. Yes, you can. Uh, there's enough room for you to get into the drain pipe. You pull the sticks out, the things that are blocking it. I'm going up this. It's <laughs> awesome. Xylem Youngboy, what are we to do? Uh, I'll take a look and come back. All right. Good idea. Ooh. Yeah, go see what's going on and see if you can get us in somehow. Okay. Good luck. Xylem, uh, you swim 
it's about a hundred yards all the way up uh, this this drain pipe. It's it's strange that there's a really well constructed engineered drain pipe uh, <laughs> under buried underground, ancient even, uh, leading up to this old abandoned caved in castle. Uh, but as you approach the castle in the drain pipe, um, which you know, you're able to do because you're you're aquatic, uh, you emerge from this drain pipe into a large a large pool. Actually, it's about a hundred feet away from uh, where you were. Is it Olympic size? No, it's not. He just starts doing laps. You are underwater, so unless you come out of the water, I can't really tell you a whole lot. Although, uh, when you get to that point where the drain pipe opens up, you can tell that this is a trench, a natural stone trench, like a big crack in the stone foundation or uh, bedrock, not handmade not human made or whatever and it's it's full of water it's got to be about 20 feet deep and it's really cloudy water and there's a lot of like weeds and sticks and gunk floating around in there so you can't see very far but you know it extends for quite a distance are you going to surface yeah i'll quietly surface you surface and you find yourself in a large room the ceiling uh, of this room is uh, quite a distance above you 30 feet perhaps it looks like this room has been dug out from the stone underneath the castle you see that in this room there is a, like a natural stone pillar over to your left about 30 feet and lying at the base of the stone pillar is a dead bugbear there's some bridges some wooden person uh, made bridges that uh, span the five to 10 feet over this crevasse that's full of water. Uh, Further on in the room, another one of these natural stone pillars holding up the roof. And further yet, you can kind of make it out. You can see that there must be a room way back in there. And you can see that maybe there's some crates or barrels. It's really tough to tell because it's quite a distance away. There's some passages that lead off to the left and the right as well. This is a very exciting room. Jump! To try to get onto the side of the building. Is that a thing I can do while Brad is doing this thing? Do you approach the building? Yes, sir, I do. Skookakak! All right. Well, give. Uh, does everybody approach the building? Yeah. Okay. We're going to build yeah. a human pyramid. We're going to assume that Xylem Youngboy is going to find a way to, like, open a door or something to, like, open the front door yeah. for us. We'll go look for a door. Yeah. Okay. Look at them and I say... I don't have friends. I have family. Then we keep walking. As you approach the foundation of the building, uh, there's a lot of overgrown brush and weeds and bramble that surround this thing. There's, it's no wonder that you couldn't see uh, if there was an entrance because it's so overgrown. Mm. But you guys are druids, and uh, you're able to, except for except for baby Zamboni. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you guys, give me another perception check. Uh, I'll give you advantage since you're going to be helping each other. One of you can do it if you want. Ooh, yeah. Or all of you. I don't care. My perception's <laughs> terrible. It couldn't be worse. Uh, well, it could be. Not much. Oh, plus two. This is a good roll. I can feel it. I can feel it. Big roll. Mm, yeah, you, you help me, me, Aaron. You help me, Aaron. Yes. Oh, I got a seven. <laughs> I got a two. Oh. What are you guys perceiving? 
uh, they decided to approach the building uh, following uh, the, following the kind of the, the tra trajectory uh, that you said the pipe went. They approached that area of the building, right. and as they're looking around at it, Magnonia, Magne Magnanimous Maven uh, <laughs> determines that if you go under some brambles and some brush, you'll find an entrance to this place oh so we don't even have to climb we just go under the brush sorry xylem we let we leave xylem to uh collect his underwater pizza or whatever and uh we start heading towards yeah, well, why did you abandon me because you left to go get pizza we had to do something uh no they were just telling me that uh, I shouldn't have put meatballs on it because they're not gluten free, which oh that was, that was news to me. But how they were trying to save your life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Meatballs uh, have a little bit of bread in them. Now that I think Sometimes. about it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Panko probably right for the yeah breadcrumbs. Yeah. Yep. All right. So as you uh, approach this building, you do see a tunnel that was very well hidden by brush and brambles, and that tunnel leads into this chamber yeah. and uh, as you enter this chamber here you finally get to see what xylem young boy was seeing although you don't know where xylem young boy is you don't see him anywhere yeah sir was there like a world war ii fighter pilot <laughs> that's what i just heard flying yeah. over somebody's house <laughs> yeah my house there's just so much noise outside you think i live in the fucking sims niggas is wild but anyways <laughs> well i'm gonna swim back down the pipe to tell them what i saw all right you swim the 100 feet or so back down the pipe you come out of the pond with good news and no one is around except for the ducks <laughs> well you know i spent all my life in a little like temple under the water oh. so well, uh, I'm just going to assume that they abandoned me. Oh, well, not it turns, my sweet boy. It turns out I secretly messaged this to Jason, but I was leaving Druidcraft farts the entire trail up to the <laughs> to the mansion. Check your DMs, Jason. It's totally in there. Oh, yeah. There it is. Yeah. Holy <laughs> uh, shit. Wait a minute. Oh, he sold that. He sold that. Wow. Se secret farts? Yeah. So, uh, unbeknownst... Without telling the rest of us? Unbeknownst to you and uh, Maven, you guys didn't know that as he was as he was making his way, he was the back of the pack, and he was dropping ass the whole way. But, like, fake ass. He was dropping druid crap ass. And so you detect the the very familiar aroma of druidcraft fart, and it's leading you up to. Can the name of this episode be "Dropping Druidcraft Ass"? Yes, druid crop dusting. <laughs> I I'm assuming they're in trouble, so I'm gonna I'm gonna run towards the smell. All right, you run towards the smell, and you arrive. And a little, uh, the brush has been kind of pushed aside, and it's an entrance into the area that you just were in with this oh. dead bugbear, yeah. Like the same you, room? You should be able to see it on your map, yeah. It's the mm -hmm. same room. Hey, I was just here, guys. Oh, hey, Xylem. Hey, uh, well, yeah, we, uh, we, we found the entrance. Uh, uh, glad you did, too. I don't yeah, know how you well, did it. How'd you find I us? I found it. I swam. I swam, and then I... Went back to get you, and then 
uh, you were gone, but there was a, a very strong aroma of druidcraft, <laughs> uh, which I followed up here. Well, I'm glad you followed the trail. That where you're just you're just gonna leave me? Well, no, we, thought, welcome to we thought maybe something happened to you, so we was trying to find a way in, so we could, uh, you know, make sure you was okay. Yeah, were you considerate enough to leave a trail back to where you went, just in case you know we had to follow it? Uh, no, no, you're the inconsiderate one, not us. Anyways, well, let's, I, let's move on. Y you would drown. Wow, that's a lot of assumptions. You don't even know me very well, Xylem. Yeah, and you know, uh, assumptions drop an ass out of you and an ass out of me and a druid, too. That's what Just they say. Just keep swimming. Now you're I mean, talking as strange as that cormorant. As you are loud, as you are loudly arguing in this uh, chamber, uh, everybody uh, roam perception, please. Our favorite oh, skill. Oh my god, I hate perception. It's only because we hey, maxed it out. That's why he's being got nice. A go ahead. Let's go. A Holy 20. shit, there we go. Gotta, I, yeah. Listen, I know I'm about to Our come with something time. big. All the other boys dropping big. Our first time perceiving Whoa. something. Holy shit. Let's go, Henry. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Magnanimous Maven and uh, Yalliger Gallagher. And uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, yeah. Um, Baby Zamboni, you guys all notice, unfortunately, Xylem young boy, you're too busy. You're entrenched in this argument about being left behind and <laughs> druidcraft farts. Uh, but everyone else notices that the water in this chamber in the middle of the room is there are some bubbles and some unusual swirls coming from that water. Bubbles and swirls. Can you pinpoint a location or is it just like everywhere? Uh, it seems like all kind of up and down uh, here all like up i didn't notice it and i was just in it xylem <laughs> do you recognize that water activity what is that do i recognize it uh give me a nature check it's underwater farts <laughs> yeah so it's big nature like... check here we go mm. uh y yeah you know what it's uh you've seen this before it's bullywugs oh no everybody roll initiative and that is episode one of Return to Flavortown. Isn't it lovely that the heroes of Flavortown have a new feathered friend to hang out with? I think so. Our next live stream is uh, Friday, September 16th. It's a 6 p.m. Central in the U.S. time start. I hope you can join us. Go to ratedrpgpodcast.com to get the link to the live stream. We're going to be in person, and we're back to uh, Descent into Avernus. There's only three sessions left after that, so we got September, October, November, December, and then January is Valley of Green Gold times. It's going to be a blast. Uh, thank you so much for all the support through Patreon and through buying us shots during the live stream. We have made some investments, some big investments, into some equipment that will help Brad and Dion specifically during the live stream, because that's where the kind of the holes in our audio chain are. So we hopefully will have those shored up by the next time we have a remote live stream session. Hopefully it'll sound way better and you will be able to understand Xylem Youngboy. It'll be like you have a translator in your mind. Oh, what a deal, man. It's been a fun time the last few months, but we are looking forward to getting more consistent again with Rated RPG Podcast releases. On behalf of everyone around the old gaming table, thank you for supporting Rated RPG.